Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride. Because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass, and we are continuing our series on relationships. So I am interrupting this regularly scheduled podcast episode to just preface this episode with saying you will notice at the end of it, and this one is quite a bit about um, uh, dishing on me as MK likes to call it, (laughs) because you guys have gotten to know MK through some of the interviews uh, throughout this relationship series. And we were talking and she she wanted you guys to also um, get to hear another side as well, because we just, we want to share our hearts with y'all and hear, uh, let you learn a little bit more about us. And Christine and I've been friends for so long, and she really is very much like a blood sister to me. And um, I, you will notice at the end, I don't even know how to receive uh, just the beauty of their words and their kindness um, of just sharing their, their experience. And I, was actually getting emotional just as they were (laughs) going throughout it. And I realized I very quickly wanted to just change, change the subject, you know? And so I I share that because maybe some of you also struggle with receiving compliments and it's something that I am intentionally working on. And I know from conversations with many of our listeners, that's something they're working on as well. And we know that growth is such a process. And so I I just share that again, just in full transparency of just learning to receive uh, in all the vulnerability of that. And so enjoy this episode. We are so excited. I'm so excited because y'all have gotten to hear a little about me and deeper dive into me over the past few weeks. But today, Maria is in the hot seat and we are so excited to welcome Miss Christine Wessa. Welcome to the podcast, Christine. Hi, I am so excited to be on Girl, Water Your Grass and to dish about Maria. <laughs> we are, are super pumped. So Christine and Maria go way back. Maria, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So one of the reasons we decided this would be a funny one to do is, you know, on this series of relationships, we've also been talking about sisterhood, right? Sisterhood's a really important part, um, just your girlfriends, your sisters. And um, there, I have had a lot of experience with just incredible friends, girlfriends and who've become really sisters. You know, I don't have any biological sisters and Chris is about as close to blood as we get. <laughs> and we were roommates for seven years and then um, housemates there. And then I uh, had been friends for over 20 years um, and, and close friends to that journey. And so uh, there's, we've lived together, we've traveled together, we've worked together. So there is a lot, lot, lot of history. And so 
Yeah. We thought she would be one of the best people for you all to dish on Maria. And, you know, really something I'll say here is that no one does sisterhood better than Maria. And Chris, can you speak to that? Absolutely. It's incredible. So I'm sure some of y'all know Maria is the only girl in her family. And you would think that being the only girl, like she probably doesn't know much about, you know, sisterhood community, but she is absolutely incredible at forming relationships and community and not just like surface level relationships, but sisterhood. And that's what all of us are longing for is that community, that sisterhood. And no one does it better than Maria. And I tell you what, like it has been a true joy to be her friend and her sister and to have community with her and share just life. But Maria is like, so this is, this is a funny story. People in public have asked us, we look very different. I'm blonde, short. Maria is brunette, a little bit taller. And people in public ask us if we're sisters sometimes. And I'm like, that's hilarious. We don't look anything alike, but I think it's because we have such a bond and we're always just smiling and laughing together and just people can sense that closeness. So they just assume we're sisters. Um, so it cracks me up. We were like, oh my gosh, sisters. <laughs> Do they look anything like? <laughs> you know, that really is. I mean, y'all really do have such a special bond because if you know Maria on any level, you've heard of Chris. And um, I've been blessed to have you stay in my home and to get to know and love you. And Christine is as much of a gift as Maria, you all. These girls are sheer gold and you're just going to be blessed just spending this time with us today. So we're just excited to have you here. But it really is a testament to both, both to who both of you are that you do sisterhood so well. And I see just such like sheer joy. Like when you got married in November, a year and a half ago, coming up on two years, right? In November, yep. it was just <laughs> I knew about the wedding and Maria would just talk about, she's so genuinely happy for you and telling me about that. And then, you know, now you have twins who just turned one year old and just <laughs> hearing about the boys and she genuinely loves you on such a deep level. And I think you all have this history that it's just such a special thing in friendship because we have mm -hmm. some people that come into our lives for a season and some that are with us for life. And you all have that um, sisterhood mm -hmm. that you all will always be close. How have you been able to really grow with each other and walk with each other in seasons? And now that you're miles and miles apart, how have you been able to really continue that closeness and that sisterhood um, in the different seasons? Mm -hmm. I mean, it really, I mean, every relationship takes effort, but I feel like this is one of the relationships that honestly takes no effort <laughs> because Maria is such a dear friend that it's like, you know, whether it's a voice text or FaceTime, it's so funny. Like um, a lot of times, especially now that I've had twins, I'm, a, I'm not as good at it, but um, just like pick up the phone and FaceTime. Like we may have two minutes and it's like, hey, how's it going? Where are you going? Is that a new dress? <laughs> Like yeah. I love, we just have these like small, short conversations, but, um, once you have that sisterhood, you know, there's a bond, there's a love that connects you that cannot be broken. You know, when it's, um, set, especially a set in a relationship with the Lord. Um, and I think that's, what's been so beautiful is that we constantly pray for each other. So there's a closeness, even in, you know, however we participate in our faith, like we're praying for each other, we're cheering each other on. And if anything, Maria is like one of the best cheerleaders to ever have. Hands down. She is like, yes. 
shish kumba, rah, rah, rah. No, I mean, truly. (laughs) So tell us a little bit, go ahead, Maria. You you know, I think the other thing, I was thinking about this is Chris and I, we're very different also, you know, and a lot of times people think, oh, well, you can only be like really close friends with someone who you live the same exact same life, you know, the same way. And I, I remember having like a realization with us of, oh, we're really different. And I just love like her differences. And I think sometimes we let differences become like a roadblock within that. You see that sometimes in sibling relationships and you see that sometimes in work relationships and families and, and different things rather than just completely appreciating it. You know, um, like Chris is, is not quite naturally as adventurous, right? But I love that about her because I'll be like, hey, let's go do it. And, and it's, you, you end up, I think, kind of delighting in those differences you know, of one another. And I think that's another aspect in sisterhood is the appreciation also of the differences. So rather mm-hmm. than it being like a source of frustration with which things could be, you know, you, you see that a lot in relationships of all kinds, but rather, but being a, a space of just straight up appreciation. I love that. And it's almost like, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago about in marriage, how opposites attract and it's, it's almost the same in friendship and just seeing the beauty and I love something else you said was that faith is at the center of your friendship. And I think that speaks so much to the depth and just true relationships. We are made by love for love, you know, for God. And when that's at the center of your relationship, it's when you share a, um, a faith walk and have God at the center, it's going to take it to a depth that we can't do on our own, you know? And so let's dive a little bit into that because you all have done so much together. You've lived together, you've worked together, you've traveled together. Um, you have a ministry that you all are still continuing, even as your seasons have changed. So tell us a little bit about his own, what it is, what you all do, how after COVID, you're now getting back out there some, and just how you're being able to work that in the family life. Oh, sure. So being a part of his own has been one of the most precious gifts of my life. And it's so funny when his own first started. So it started with Maria and our dear friend, Kara and I, and we were all living together in Nashville. And we just had such a beautiful little community that we were forming. Um, it was funny because we, I didn't really know Kara and Maria didn't know Kara very well, but mutual friends were just like, you know, y'all um, should meet each other. You'd be great friends. So anyways, Kara ended up moving to Nashville and needing a place to live. So she lived with Maria and I, and it was such a beautiful place of just like being able to be you and not feeling like you were being judged or honestly, like there was not a sense of competition between the three of us. And that's what was so beautiful that allowed each of us to kind of become who God wants us to be because we weren't living in competition. Like we we were, all three of us are very different. Like Maria said, I am not so much a risk taker, but when when Maria offers a risk um, or an adventure, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go at it with caution. Um, But the fact that us three were so different, um, but we allowed each other to, we celebrated those differences and we allowed each other just to be and to, um, I think it was so beautiful that there was a freedom to honestly like just be who we were and not to be in competition with each other, which is something that a lot of women struggle with is that competition. And we realized like so quickly that like, we're better together. It's not, you know, we can easily tear each other down. Um, 
and easily kind of isolate each other because we're all about just me and I want to be better than that person. But his own came from this friendship, from this community that we're forming and realizing that this is something that every woman needs is community. Every woman needs sisters um, because it, every relationship is so special. The relationship between men and women, but also the relationship between women and women, mm -hmm. just that sisterhood, that friendship is so important because we get each other, Right. <laughs> you know, it's like men can try, but like we get each other. We, right. we know what it's like to be a woman and yeah, just, we could see that this world was kind of like really struggling with lifting each other up, especially as women. And also just seeing this within ourselves and knowing that it's a cry that the rest of the world has, but just like this cry of identity, who are we? And so um, the three of us just felt called, actually it started from a dream that Kara had. Um, she dreamed that we had a dream that we were all in ministry together. And so that it just kind of started the conversation. And so we started praying about what would we even do ministry on? Like, what does the world need? What is God asking us to do if he wants this? And then at the end of it, we just all felt this invitation from the Lord, like, come on, come on in. Like, I got something for you. So we all kind of jumped in. And, and you just honestly, happened to all be like professional musicians. That's just yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know how God is with coincidences. <laughs> yeah. There is nothing about coincidence, right? It's, it's, and if for our listeners, if you don't know, his own is the band that Maria is a part of and Christine, and then they have another uh, bandmate, Kara, and it is the opening music and the closing music on this podcast. And they really are, I love where you said we're better together because when you put you all three together, they, they did an event um, last Friday night, I believe in Louisiana. And I watched it live with my girls. Um, and it was just such a gift. Like I've just have tears streaming on my face because it's like the voices of angels. It's just so beautiful. Um, but to see you all, I know with COVID, you weren't able to get out, which is probably a gift because you just had twins <laughs> last year. It was. Um, <laughs> but y'all are back playing a little bit now, right? We are, which is just such a gift, you know, to be able to play again because it adds a different dynamic. It's true, like when you're in different places, you know, when we were living together, then, you know, we worked together, we prayed together, we traveled together. We, and so there was kind of a natural uh, automatic synergy within that context. And, and then living in different places, it's actually been beautiful to see that when we do come back together, because we're all flying in from different places and we get there, you know, either the day before or the morning of, um, and we'll run through stuff and then let's go. And it's, it's been amazing to see how stuff does just click right back into place. And I think, oh. it, you know, yeah. And I think it, it does go back to, you know, that spiritual connection where we are, we're praying together. Or there's a, a synergy, you know, in that, um, and just a genuine, even in our meetings, cause we, we do we call in and we do a meeting once a week. And the first part is, is just a check in. How are you? You know, what's going on? What's how, you know, what's, and, and it's real talk, you know, it's not just like, Oh, da, da, da. it's like, how's the weather, right? <laughs> we like dive into each other's hearts, the first part. And then we dive into the logistics. And the reason we did that was because we're like, our ministry came from our hearts. Our ministry came from yeah. doing life together. Um, we always said that, you know, the, the theme for our house was let's outdo one another in generosity and let's use this time to, to prepare ourselves for our vocations, for marriage and for, you know, it, like we should come out of this experience of being housemates way better, you know? And, and so that was kind of, we, we were very intentional about our time together. And I think that has made a huge, a huge difference, even in ministry. 
Yeah. And if you're, if you're single out there and have roommates, I'd like to ask you how many of you are having the conversations with your roommates. Let's come out of this housemates, better people and pouring into generosity, like people that just doesn't happen. This is sheer. It's, it's amazing. It really is. How are you able to do all the things together? Because we all know we, as humans, we need space, we need community, but we also need that time apart and doing everything together. There had to be some times where you got on each other's nerves or you needed to have difficult conversations. How did you all make that work so well, which with literally being together 24 seven? Yeah, I mean, naturally there are gonna be confrontations and tensions and um, frustrations for human beings. my no shape or form was our, <laughs> our little community perfect, but we just honestly like honored that about each other. And um, again, I think it just like honored the differences. So like, especially in the beginning of living together, like all three of us are very different. Like we were learning just like, you know, as you know, okay, like in marriages, like it's the same thing. There's the, mm-hmm. a lot of growth, like the growth pains, you know, it's like, you're learning the differences about each other. Like, okay, so that's how you are. All right. That's not how I am. So how is this going to work? Um, but yeah, it was just, I mean, like everything, it just takes time, but we did, we had moments where we had to address difficult things. Um, but in the end, it was always just this, okay, like that's how that person is and that's okay. Again, it was like giving each other that space to be who we are and to be different. Um, I think it's really easy to um, just kind of like discard people because they're not like us, you know? It would be so easy to be like, you know what? Like, this is not going to work out. Um, We're very different. But again, like those differences became a beautiful thing, um, even though we did have confrontation and we talked things over and... Um, just gave space for people. I mean, I remember moments where it was like, you know, um, somebody was frustrated and was like, okay, we addressed it and then gave space. And then later on, it was like sitting on the couch, eating some ice cream, you know, watching a movie or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think also, you know, we didn't steer away from the hard conversations and we also didn't go behind each other's back. Like we were very open with one another. And Kara was, Kara's very, very good at that too. Like she came in and she was very good at expressing her emotions and expressing her thought, like, this is where I'm coming from, blah, blah, blah. And, and she also, you know, when we would come up into something that was a little bit of a roadblock within the context of living together, then there was just a beautiful openness to be able to go to the person. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm talking bad about this, you know, she's going to- He said, she said, yeah. Right, there was none of that. She said, she said. Right, you know, and instead just, you know, hey, if we have a problem with one another, let's let's go directly to each other and just have the conversation. Sometimes that required all three of us being there. Sometimes it was just directly with the person, you know, depending what everything involved, but, you know, creating that, that's really a place of freedom, I think is, is definitely one of the biggest things, a place of both freedom and love, because you can't have love if freedom doesn't exist. And I think we just, there was an intentional um, fostering of freedom so that love could be present, so that we could appreciate each other. So we could have those open, honest conversations. I know that we weren't assuming the worst about each other, but we actually were assuming the best, but we were seeking to actually understand. So and yet again, like, Yeah, I was going to say, I think what helped that too, is that we were so open and honest with each other. Yes. And that's what allowed us to like, especially after those moments where there was confrontation or, 
you know, tension. It was like, we knew that person, we knew that person's heart and we knew them well. So it was almost like love, you know, covered. It was like, who cares? Like, okay, they might've got on my nerves or I did something to hurt that person. But like at the end of the day, like we know that person and we love them because mm-hmm. like we were open and honest with you. I think it's so easy to have like essentially fake relationships, mm-hmm. very surface level where you can like have conversations often, but you have no clue what that person is struggling with and what that person is suffering. Um, but we allowed each other into the mess almost. It was like, okay, you're allowed into the mess and you can see that. Just love me after you see it. <laughs> love me through it. And, no, and, through so it and in it. <laughs> And so that's, I mean, that theme that keeps coming up in all this, in this relationship series is communication, yeah. communication, communication, and not uh, just having those hard conversations, which we actually have a podcast, Chris, on how to have conver- hard conversations. Uh, not that we have all the answers, but it's just um, really important to learn how to do that. And I love that you said you didn't steer away from it, but you dove right into it because most of the time we find that tension and issues really are miscommunications or an assumption that may is likely not true. So let's pivot here for just a minute. I would love if you have like a funny memory or a favorite story, um, of Maria, I can think of a few, but, um, if you can think of <laughs> something, like, so I'm sure you have <laughs> many, but give us a couple of one or two just memories or stories uh, that you love about oh, Maria. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there are so many that are like running through my mind. Um, one of them I will say is we were in California for an event and, um, you know, Maria, this is just like classic, like Maria <laughs> and classic Christine. So we're in California we're like trying to take advantage of being in California. And, um, we were actually going to go to, I think, um, is it Disney world or yeah, Disney world, yeah. what's what, whichever one's in California. Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay. So we were going to go there, but they were having fires like 20 miles away from us. So there was like ash, you know, flying through the air while we were there. And so, um, Maria, one morning she was like, um, Hey, Christine. Um, so (laughs) how do you feel about surfing? (laughs) And I was like, ah, immediately I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But, I, you know, something inside was like, you know what, anytime Maria brings up an adventure, it's always good, regardless of like where it leads us or how it goes. It's always good. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So we woke up. I mean, it was like five o'clock in the morning. We oh, woke man, up and we got, we got ourselves ready and we went to, um, uh, yeah, we went and got uh, signed up for these surfing lessons and it was so beautiful. Like we just had so much fun, like laughing with each other and like watching each other learn something new. So what Maria hadn't done it and I hadn't done it. And so just like watching each other, like, okay, like this is something very new for both of us, but like watching each of us just kind of like tackle this new thing. And we came out just like loving surfing. Like this is so crazy. Like never expected to like love so surfing. fun. But um, yeah, that was one of my favorite memories. Cause it was just, um, again, like one of those random adventures that that's such um, a picture of who Maria is like always going on adventure. Like let's go kayaking. Let's hike, hike the mountain. Let's go yes. learn to surf. And she just always <laughs> up for adventure. It's, you know, she might be eating some seaweed, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Speaking of eating seaweed, another one, one of my favorite memories is something that we did after our events. We would come back, like we'd fly in late and then we would always go to this one restaurant in Nashville and pick up some sushi. And then we'd pick up um, Halo Top, which is like this protein <laughs> ice cream, which didn't even know that existed. Everything's um, healthy with Maria. <laughs> <laughs> we'd just take it home and we would eat and watch a movie and just kind of like debrief about the event. So I have like so many particular memories of Maria, but some that like just continue to come up in my mind and things that I really miss living in community with Maria and Kara. And that's one of them is just after our events. Like, and it's amazing. Like we live together, we do these events together, then we go home and we still want to be together. So it's just like, <laughs> so beautiful. It really is. And it's, love, it's just, just really cool. Like, I, now, I know you, um, I don't know if, if I've said this on the podcast before, but I have a nickname for Maria and, um, it comes what? from, I don't know if you all remember, but back in the nineties, I believe there was a show on TV called touched by an angel. Do you remember it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so Roma Downey was an angel. She's an actress and she would like, she's beautiful. Just like Maria, stunningly beautiful. <laughs> and every, when something was wrong, she would come in and like, totally give them the best wisdom and advice and it's beautiful stunning thing and then you would turn around and she would be gone and I always tease that like Maria is an angel she's a real life angel and so I call her Roma like hey Roma what's up so she's Roma Downey so I know you too have a nickname for Maria so tell us about that I do I do and it's um I call her my Maria kind of sounds like Maria she's in my phone as my Maria. <laughs> uh, so love it. If Maria's calling or she texts me, my husband sometimes walks by my phone. He's like, Oh, Maria is calling you. <laughs> Maria. It's so funny. We'll have to Maria. tell you your parents that got it wrong. It should be M Y R I A, right? And what do you think is one of, I mean, Maria has so many amazing qualities. Um, but what do you think are a couple of her top qualities if you would oh sum goodness. her up for our listeners well, who do first, not know her yes the first one for sure is her generous heart maria is always doing something for someone else like rarely is she doing something for herself and i remember again living with her and maria was always in the kitchen cooking something and most of the times it wasn't for her she did always have bone broth and that was <laughs> She always has some bone broth in the crock pot, <laughs> but that collagen. <laughs> yes. He was always in the kitchen making something. And most every time it was for someone else. And I remember this one story I came home and she was like, she had just come home from something and she was whipping something up in the kitchen and she had somewhere else to be, but Maria like always made time for other people and still always makes time for other people. So anyway, she was in the kitchen. She had just come back from somewhere and was whipping someone of the kitchen. And she's like, I gotta be somewhere in like 30 minutes, but I'm gonna make this meal. And it was for someone at church who, um, I think it was um, a sweet lady who went to daily mass. And I think she had done something to her arm, if I can remember correctly. And Maria found out and was like, I'm gonna make her a meal. So Maria comes home, she whips her up this delicious meal, which is a hidden talent of Maria's. If you don't know this about her. yes. Maria can take anything in the refrigerator. Most days I'll open my refrigerator. I'm like, I got nothing in there. Maria could come and whip up this most amazing salad or omelet or whatever. And you're like, this is amazing. I didn't and even know I had to be healthy. Here. 
Yes. And I it's mean, incredibly she, healthy. It really she, is. Since she was here uh, a few weeks ago, my girls have been making Maria omelets every morning with like broccoli <laughs> and avocado and tomatoes and <laughs> They're like, I didn't know you sauteed cucumbers. I didn't know that. She teaches me all the things. She literally knows everything about everything. She's an angel. She does. I would say like one of, one of my favorite qualities to see in Marie, one of her best qualities I think is her incredibly generous heart. She's rarely thinking about herself, always doing something for other people. And then I think the other one is a lot of people don't know this, but Maria is quite funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Maria is very funny and she could be sassy when she wants to be. And it is hilarious when we get together, just like see Maria, just like, just come out of her own, just, you know, be sassy and funny. I love it. <laughs> she is. She is so funny. Always up for a joke. Doesn't care if you joke on her. I'm always joking on her. She knows. It's like, it's just so fun. It really is. And, you know, we hope this is giving you all a glimpse into a little piece of who this, who Roma is. She really is. When you meet her, you have been touched by an angel. But, you know, a couple of things I'll add is just, she's so humble. Maria really, we've talked a little bit about, she does personal, you know, personal fitness, nutrition, doula, mindset coaching, spiritual coaching direction, all the things. Um, and she really is just so humble, but to me, she is the love and light of Christ. And I think that like, you know, that that's why I say she's an angel, right? Um, so anyway, just to like, (laughs) (laughs) she is Maria is an absolute angel on earth. She, her heart is for everyone else. It really is. And she's always willing the good of another. Always say if she only had one apple left to her name, she'd give it to the man, the homeless man on the street corner. Um, oh, she so. an apple pie out of that one little apple somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she takes the simplest things and makes them so beautiful. It really is. So <laughs> uh, we just thank you for being here today and hope that you listeners have enjoyed getting to know a little bit about who she is from someone that has known her on a deep level and lived together, you know, really for the past 20 years, you know, y'all have been best, best friends. And so she's a sheer gift to me and to you, I know, and to all of you listeners, um, as you're getting to know us better, I hope that this will bless you and that one day that you can meet this real life angel. So out there, you guys are hilarious and so sweet, but, but, yeah, go out there and create sisterhood, you guys. You know, it, it is truly one of the greatest, greatest joys um, relationships are. You know, that's where healing happens. That's where wholeness happens. That's where, like, all the good stuff and challenging stuff. And, and the good stuff is good stuff because it's challenging, you know. And so just go out there and create sisterhood. And we'd love to hear how you guys do that, too. What are some of the ways you foster sisterhood? How do you step into that? What have you learned? And... Follow us on social media. Please like, subscribe, share all the things. Share with your friends and let us know what your favorite episodes are. So thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week.